back to the Whatnots Review Show number 183. Each week here on the Review Show, we have a different story to talk about. It could be a comic, could be a movie, an anime, manga, who knows. We read it, we watch it, we come back, and we discuss it here on the podcast. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how's it going? It's been going fine. I'm getting ready for the Christmas season. Next yeah. week when you talk to me, I might have my little trees up back there in my backdrop. I should do that, too. I, th- I think I said that last year that I was like, you know what? I should put some decorations up. And then I never yeah. did. Uh, but my roommate just put up our Christmas tree like last night. Um, mm-hmm. So. It, it It is officially starting to feel like Christmas here at the Kyle household. I guess it's not my household, mm. but, you know, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, let's see. My my week has been OK. Uh, I, I had my girlfriend here this whole week, so we had a lot of fun. Uh, we did not get to do the captain's log because of that. I was. Yeah. Spending all my time with my girlfriend. We tried to go to a bacon festival here in yes. Richmond. It was a lot less bacon than I was expecting. What? Very disappointed in the bacon fest. Um, I, I think there was supposed to be like inclement weather, like it was supposed to storm or something. And so a lot of the vendors canceled. Um, but... <laughs> We did end up walking away with uh, two bags of popcorn that I bought at this vendor. Uh, One tasted like apple pie, and it was really Ah! good. Uh, And then another one tasted like a loaded baked potato, and those were phenomenal. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were so good. So good. So we got some gourmet artisanal popcorn. Artisanal. Nice. (laughs) Good stuff, indeed. Uh, Melissa, this week we are here to talk about some mm-hmm. comics. I yeah. felt this would be a good week to go back to some super he- heroing and uh, read some some it's been a while fashion comics. Yeah. Uh, so I pitched something from Marvel, something from DC, as well as something from Valiant Comics. Uh, and you decided to go with the choice from DC, which was Flashpoint. This is the, mm-hmm. I don't know what year was it, like 2011-ish? Let me open up this thing and see here when it was. October 2013 is the digital release date, but that might be the collected volume. So it's around mm. that time, around like 2012-ish um, is when this came out. This is a five-issue event uh, that DC Comics put on right before they launched the new 52 this was kind of the event that bridged the gap from their older continuity into their new initiative into their new initiative uh the new 52 Mm -hmm. which they were starting um and right around this time is when i started reading dc comics um 
because I went to college in 09 and that's when I started picking up stuff, but I wasn't buying many DC titles because I knew that this is what they were leading up to. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was just like, well, I'm just going to wait till this whole new continuity thing starts. So I, I started there. But uh, this is nostalgic in a way. Oh, that this good. was like, I remember this. This is back when I first started to read comics. So Aww. there we go. But you picked this one. So what what about this book drew you to Flashpoint? I know that it is a major event in modern comics and I wanted to know if I could read this and recognize that it was a major event if I wasn't told. I wanted to know me as an outsider like I, I basically know the DC characters. I've read a handful of comics but I know if I'd read anything in like this continuity or not. Uh, I just wanted to see how I would find it as an outsider. Okay. <laughs> and I know that it's a big inspiration point for the upcoming Flash movie. So I wanted to have that yes. background knowledge. Yeah, that as well. Uh, I do, we haven't really read any of the Flash here on the, sh on the show, which is no. why I kind of wanted to include this one in there. Uh, one, it was an event book. I was like, well, why not put an event book in there, right? Uh, two, it kind of centers around the Flash, kind of. Um, he 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 is basically the in like main character um, mm. of this book. And yeah, it was just something that I, I was like, you know, what? I think we should check this one out uh, to have some discussion on this and to see uh, where my head is at from what I know about the comics and what I know happened before and after this whole thing. And then you on the opposite side not necessarily knowing any of that yeah. stuff and what, what you thought of the book. So there you go. Uh, so, yeah, let me pull this uh, info back up here so we can list off a few flash facts about this book. Mm -hmm. uh, Flashpoint, uh, like we said, uh, came out in October of 2013. Uh, it's written by Jeff Johns with art by Andy Kubert. Um, and it stars the Flash, as as we mentioned, all of a sudden he kind of wakes up in a world that he doesn't really recognize. And he is like, OK, mm. this is things have changed here. Uh, my mom is alive, first of all, uh, is kind of the big thing. Um, and he he very quickly finds out that something has happened, something has gone wrong, and he very quickly identifies, oh. This is the doing of the reverse flash. My mortal enemy, my arch nemesis, uh, the reverse flash. Um, and so Professor he, Zoom. Professor Zoom, indeed. Yeah. Uh, and he goes around trying to gather what few heroes he recognizes to try and convince them to kind of form a pseudo justice league to stop the reverse flash however whatever change ha happened in the timeline it changed so much that now aquaman and wonder woman are 
basically warring for like control of the earth. Um, I think New Themyscira is in like London or stuff like that. Aquaman has drowned out a bunch of the the earth. And it's kind of like this post-apocalyptic DC universe. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, not totally like. They're over in Europe. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like Aquaman's like I'm just gonna like completely put Venice underwater now, and then we'll have it, uh, and we'll yeah. paddle each other around in little gondolas for fun when we're not at war. Yeah, uh, so it's it's kind of a in a way is a neat alternate reality to see all these differences of like yeah. oh man. Wonder Woman did did what she she killed who what happened here um and yeah I think one of the most notable ones is Batman which we'll get to when we get into spoilers and stuff like that uh but Melissa I want to turn to you what did you think of Flashpoint now that we've read this event uh it was confusing at times there were plenty of characters introduced who I didn't know who they were, some of which I enjoyed meeting for the first time. I love Element Woman. I watched sure. the animated version and I was so disappointed that she wasn't in it. I hope I get to I see Element it. Woman on a screen at some time. Um, I'm but it's not a good super emotional... familiar with her. I didn't know her either. No she's just a she lady is. with purple hair. <laughs> She turns into different elements like she's got like a leg made out of wood and a leg made out of rock and one of her arms is vapor or something. And she's yeah. just super friendly. She's excited to be there. She's like, as long as I'm part of a team, I feel included. I'm happy. Let's go. What are we doing? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a good emotional story for the Flash. It was nice to get to spend that time with him. I love pro mom superhero stories. That's a trend mm-hmm. I enjoy to see. Even if it's like pro mom in a tragic way, like my mom died, I want to see if I can get her back. Right. Yeah. Which is just important like mom figures in important plot point in the Flash's story is that his mom is yeah. murdered and it's his father who is put in jail as the, the, the convicted suspect. But he knows it's not true. Like He knows that his father did not murder mm. his mom. And so that's how he like joins the police force as a forensic scientist uh, to prove that his father did not do that. Um, And I guess down the road, he figures out that it was Professor Zoom, uh, the reverse flash, who was the one that murdered his mom, that traveled back in time to murder his mom. Uh, and did all of that stuff. And uh, yeah, he wakes up in this alternate reality that is the one where his mom still exists. And uh, more things have gone bad as a result. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's a wild, wild alternate reality. But at the same time, it's also not an alternate. Like it is, but it isn't. It's just like... Because I'm looking here on Comixology, right? And they uh-huh. say, not a dream, not an imaginary story, not an world. This is flash fact. Uh, like, I, I guess their point is like they're they weren't selling this as like, hey, it's just a alternate reality. What if yeah. this happened? But it's like, hey, no, this is happening in the real timeline. How did it get yeah. to be this thing here? Yeah. Um, 
so so yeah it was it was in interesting in that way but i would agree confusing book especially if you don't know much like in this i don't feel no. like is a good jumping on point um, not at all <laughs> yeah no i i i i think if you're checking out comics or interested in the upcoming movie and want some some places to mm. start this might be on the list of things you should ch check out as reference material, yeah. but I don't think this is a good place to start if you are just getting into comics or if you are like, who is the Flash? I should check out some things about him. This is this is not the, the, the place to be here. Um, yeah, uh, I don't I, think it's good for a, a comics 101 reader, but maybe like comics 102 or like I sure. I've read I guess I've read like like some older Batman stories like I've read year one and the Dark Knight Returns like I have read some DC comics but I feel like they're of a separate time of a separate area of the entire DC world that didn't have a lot of bearing on me understanding this book but I've seen all <laughs> the movies like not Aquaman I haven't gotten Aquaman yet but you see him in Justice League if you're like me and you're like I've seen all these people I've never read them before you'll do okay with this. There's yeah. better starting points, but you've got like half of what you need and you'll figure the rest out. You'll learn about Element Woman. Yeah, which is always kind of my advice too for jumping in on reading comics. You're going to have to do it somewhere. So it's it's okay if you don't understand all of the stuff at first. If 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 you treat this as a ju jumping off point and then you go, for example, into the new 52 and all of that stuff, it, like you will eventually come to understand all of the stuff and who the players are and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, but yeah, I so personally, I was interested in this book i was i i'm on the the fence about this book um i am a huge like post crisis dc comics era uh fan and that continuity started in like 85 ish when crisis hit uh and then continued until this book technically um mm -hmm. but yeah this is the book that basically ended it and dc comics was g basically going to be like okay we are starting all from issue ones uh you won't need to know big long backstories of all these characters and stuff we're just relaunching the entire dc universe um and it seemed like a smart idea. This was like, okay, this could be mm -hmm. inter interesting because I know how overwhelming co comics ca can be. And then once they started announcing the books and they started coming out, it just became clear very quickly that these they didn't really know what they were doing or the direction that they re really wanted to go with these books and some of the choices like undid things about the characters that we came to love but didn't necessarily need to see those things rehashed in mm -hmm. in in comics i can give examples if you'd like but I'd, i'll spare you the details now um <laughs> but yeah it was it just it was one of those things that everyone was just like 
what like why what's happening here like no no one knows and it was just it was a big mess and it did not work out um but yeah, that was kind of where I, I started and I started picking up things and uh, started picking up Batman and Detective Comics, and The Flash and Superman and all sorts of stuff. So there you go. There you go. Um, do you have any other things that you want to add to like spoiler free thoughts before we dive into spoilers and stuff here? Uh, I'm not going to say what it is ahead of the spoiler wall, but I do want to say the Superman part of this book is my favorite part. I'm excited to talk about one. it. It's an interesting one indeed. Uh, so with that, we will take a short break uh, to do some housekeeping. And when we get back, we will get into our spoiler territory. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we're back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, especially those at the $5 tier. Uh, so thank you to Sam. We appreciate you a lot. Thanks, Sam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means a ton. Uh, yeah. Cool things that we have been doing here on the review show or on at, at the whatnots, not just at the review it's show. all of but, us. Everywhere. Right. Exactly. Uh, here on the review show, last week we did season two of The Leftovers, which is has been our most recent like end of the month special that we've been doing. Uh, but because of spooky month back in October, we moved that to the start of the month. So we yeah. covered The Leftovers season two here at the start of November. Uh, and then we will be covering the third and final season of that show here at the end of November. Uh, yeah. That was pretty neat. The season two definitely hooked me a lot more than season one mm. did. Uh, that was very interesting indeed. So go check that out. Um, I have been gone for the past two weekends on crossplay, so I have no idea what they've been talking about uh, and all of that stuff. But we are in the midst of video game season, all sorts of games are coming out like forza horizon uh five i think is the new one uh there's a new pokemon game that's coming out next mm. week uh so yeah i'm i'm super excited about all of that stuff yeah go check it out we have yet to do our eternals spoiler cast yeah. um i'll 
talk to you, Melissa, after the sh sh show about planning that because I still want to do that. Uh, and uh, we will figure that out. So be on the lookout for our Eternals spoiler cast as well on the Reactor Core. But there you go. Cool things that we've been up to uh, here at the Whatnots. That being said, I say we get into spoilers. Perfect. Here we are in mm -hmm. spoiler territory. Um, so the first thing I want to say is that I think when I mentioned that this was a five issue story, you yeah. were kind of su surprised by that. You, I, th I think you're expecting it to be a little bit longer. Yeah. Right? Is that? Yeah. For as much as this I've heard this name one. mentioned over and over again, like in the uh, like seven or eight years since it's come out, I thought it would have been like at least eight, eight to 12. It seemed that big. Yeah, it definitely seemed like it could have been larger by at least three more issues to just explore mm. things. Right. But yeah, I think a good like 10 issue event would have been like perfect um because yeah there is a lot that's happening here and there's characters that end up sh sh showing up for like a page and it's like yeah. i don't know who you are but you're cool and i don't understand what's happening here and they just never mentioned again it it almost felt like this book if you actually strip all that out and focus on what the story actually is maybe could have been like three issues, right? Like if you strip yeah. all that extra stuff out, but there's so much happening in the world. Like it, it, it feels like they had an idea of a story that was very small and saw it as an opportunity to like, oh, this is our chance to like reset the universe, like do all of this mm -hmm. thing, fix all these things that we want to change all these things that we want to but it's small and that like that's not going to sell. So we need to have a bigger world happening around it. Mm. So what if Aquaman is at war with Wonder Woman and this and Grifter is over here from the Wildstorm comics? And what is he <laughs> doing Don't know what there? Any that of those makes are. no sense. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, what? How, why it is man thing with teaming up with Lois Lane to join the resistance over here. And what, it's just like, what is what is going on here? Um, and it, it just it, it seemed like that was their plan of like, we'll have this small event, but to fill it all out, we'll have all of these like tie ins and stuff. You can get the Batman mm. tie in. You can get the yeah. Flash tie in. You can get the Wonder Woman tie in stuff. And it it would maybe make the the event a much longer read and would give more context as to what's happening, but is also not necessary in a major way like they they often do tie-ins that that is is like oh yeah it's ancillary stuff right you don't necessarily need to know this um but this almost felt like doubly unnecessary of like that's just not the story you're telling here like why why is this even a thing it, it, it did, mm -hmm. did 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 you feel a similar way when you saw all of these like weird things start coming in yeah. to, to play i i feel like there's 
either too many things happen or not enough happen. The war between Wonder Woman and Aquaman, for instance. I think that's a great alternate universe hook. Barry lands in this other world where two friends that he knows are at war with each other and they've decimated like all of Europe. What a great shock. What a great something has gone wrong here. Truly, I need to set this right for the for the good of Europe and the world and my two friends, Arthur and Diana. Uh, We spent a lot of time in that war, though. I could have done with less time spent in that war. Agreed. Like compress this down, really narrow it down on like just Barry and his story or make this a larger thing where we do spend more time with each of these individual plot hooks. Like the Superman part, I love. I would follow like Ah. an entire issue that's just about this Superman in in, in the context in which he exists now. But I also know that's taking away from Barry. This is Barry's story. You know, the most important secondary character, I guess, is the two sides of Batman. Him and and Thomas Wayne, who's the Batman of this universe, because Joe Chills shot Bruce instead. Uh, He spends time with Thomas and then at the end sends a letter back home to Bruce, which is very sweet. Like, either narrow it down to just Barry and like one or two supporting characters like Batman or... Yeah, mm-hmm. blow it up and make it like it's 12 issues. We've got Barry as the core, but then we do spend like an issue with each of these side angles. Here's an issue just yeah. for Lois Lane. Here's an issue just for Hal Jordan. Where yeah, it is now I in the middle, agree. like I, I'm not Thousand sure if it percent. works. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it seems like they tried to do the best of both worlds or have their cake and eat it. Two and it just yeah it ended up being a mess um but yeah i i think the animated movie if i'm not mistaken goes into a little bit more detail on the whole batman thing in there i yes. think they pull from some of the uh the the tie-ins that you could you know mm. pick up alongside this so yeah instead of uh thomas and martha being the ones yeah. shot and Bruce Wayne surviving to grow up to be Batman. It is Bruce who is shot and mm. ki- ki- killed. And as a result, Thomas Wayne, he becomes Batman. And it's Martha who becomes the yes. Joker. Which is, which I, 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 think I don't. Fascinating. And I don't remember that being in the comic. Maybe I glossed over whatever. It's not at all. I th- or maybe it was like, okay. Because it's in the animated it, well, it's, it's version. Not, it's not. Right. It's not in that main event, which is what I was saying. They they okay. pulled in some details from yeah. these tie-ins stuff there. Because I was reading it and I'm like, when Thomas is Batman, Martha's the Joker. Like, it's a set pair. Like, that's the alternate universe concept that I've heard of. And then I started yeah. second guessing myself. Like, I've seen a picture of her where she's the Joker. Was that fan art? What was that from? Because it's was not back in on the comic. It, in like 2014 right? <laughs> when the animated movie came out. Because I specifically remember that. Like I had I had read this event and I was like, yeah, it's it's okay. It's fine, I I guess. And yeah, when they announced that they were making this animated 
movie, of of course, Batman sells. So they had to put this idea in there of like, but what if Martha Wayne became the Joker instead? And everyone on Tumblr just erupted of like, this is amazing. Coolest thing DC has ever done in a million years. And uh, yeah, (laughs) it is a neat idea to explore. I do like this. Yeah, I like this alternate universe of the Wayne family where where Thomas, he was evidently a doctor. And now as Wayne Enterprises has grown, I'm not even sure what Bruce's version of Wayne Enterprises does. But Thomas's version of Wayne Enterprises is like casinos and hotels. And it's I think it's supposed to give me the vibe that it's very seedy. But instead, I'm like, no, I really want to see the casino hotel that Batman built. Show me what that is. I want to go there. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, like there, there, there is some really, really interesting stuff. You also mentioned the Superman one. Yes. Worth talking about uh, that. Yes, a meteor did come down and hit hit Earth. It was the the ship that Superman came on but it landed in metropolis instead and as a result like i think thomas wayne said it killed like thirty-five thousand people oh uh, yeah because it hit um in the city rather than like rural kansas right um and i forget who had i don't remember if it was like argus or someone else but uh superman was basically captured and imprisoned mm. and studied for his whole life and he Ca- was put captured. in this underground he's a, he's a, facility he's a baby he's not putting up a I mean, fight they a baby, just took yeah. him out of his little space cradle and he's been inside his entire life Maybe uh, you're right with that. Maybe he did fight back. He's a Kryptonian. (laughs) I don't know what Kryptonian babies do. Maybe they have a very strong (laughs) sense of self-protection. But he's, yeah, just been this government test subject his entire life in this cell underground. And so he's never seen the sun, never gotten the energy of the sun's rays. So he's recognizable as Superman, like he's still got like the square jaw. He's still got like the, the floppy dark hair Curl, in the front. Yeah. But he is like he's still got broad shoulders. You know, his his build is still the same, but he is thin. He's like so thin and weak looking, practically emaciated just because he is no. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're feeding him, but he he needs sunlight. He's like a plant. He's nothing without sun. And yep. he's so pale with these sunken eyes and he doesn't know how to socialize with anyone. What a delightful thing to do with Superman. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, that's a really fascinating one. Cause I, I think one of the more famous, uh, like else world stories is Superman red sun, which he yes. lands in Russia. Uh, and so like he, you know, he becomes this like communist superhero. Uh, and I, I think that's a really interesting one. But yeah, here's one where it's no, he still landed in, in the United States, but he landed in a city and was immediately taken and put in this underground facility where he might not know he has powers because he, yeah. he like hasn't like had this the radiation of the sun that that yellow sun radiation um 
and so yeah he's he's just stuck there and he gets taken outside and yeah the first thing like he sees the sun he sees the city it's like right at that golden hour uh where the mm-hmm. the, the sky is just all sorts of like reds and purples and yellows and and he sh- like the one word that he says is just beautiful and then yeah. he's just like well, I'm going to fly away now. And he just like flies away. Yeah, and they're like, just like, I, we, we needed you. Okay. Uh, I get, he'll be back. I, <laughs> I, I feel like it would be an easier choice or a cooler choice to make the alternate version of Superman a bad guy. Make him a jerk. Make him a villain. Make him something kind of on the level yeah. of what uh, Wonder Woman like and Aquaman are in the story. my entire life. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Right. That, that would, that like would be the, the, the thing that they could do. Yeah, I like that instead of flipping the switch from good to bad, they flip the switch from strong to weak, and he's not good or bad. Like, he has no sense of justice and morals or immorals implanted in him. Like, he's, he's just a being. He just, like, sleeps and eats and, like, walks around his little cell. He doesn't really know anything. So, yeah, when he, yeah. like, gets out there in the world and he flies away it's just because he's curious like he doesn't really have a sense of i need to help these people because he doesn't know what help is he just wants to go look at things mm-hmm. indeed i i liked that one a lot and you do get to see a bit more of him i remember again in the tie-in issues of like superman and stuff like that you get you do get to see what he does when he flies away and uh like where he goes and how or how and why he decides to then come back and help at the end uh Mm -hmm. because yeah like you're right he has he has no real foot in the in the game here like he doesn't need to get involved here uh, with mm-hmm. all of this stuff or to help Barry reset the universe some ha- how uh, but he yeah eventually decides to come back and help at the end and in those times mm-hmm. you can see why he does that stuff so nice I don't Another know one. how much oh, go ahead hmm? I don't know how much this upcoming flash movie is going to pull from flashpoint beyond Flash goes to an alternate universe, finds a different Batman who tries to save his mom. But I would love to see like a Henry Cavill that they just digitally reduce to this thin little ghost man, like skinny Steve at the beginning of Captain America. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. Um, Something like that would be interesting if they do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, we'll have to see what they do for the Flash movie. Um, another interesting character change that I wanted to mention briefly to me was Shazam. Um, instead of Billy being the only person, like it's just him that transforms. It's like each there, there's multiple kids and each kid in, in his like family here is like the yeah. representative of the, like, this is the strength of Solomon. This is the ah. speed of Mercury and, and stuff like that. So when they say the magic word, they all combine into one being there, um, which is, just, I, I thought in interesting way to, have that it just it'd be, it'd be an interesting challenge for all of those characters to then like stick around together 
like mm-hmm. they, yeah. they have to be together at all times to say the magic word and then be this he- hero i i feel like that'd be an interesting challenge to explore so i liked that the, a lot the shazam stuff was some of the most confusing to me just because my only exposure to shazam is the movie and i had no idea what was comics status quo for this group of characters so when we go okay, to this alternate universe yeah. i don't know how alternate these kids are that i'm seeing because all i know is the movie and i'm like in the movie like they're different ages they're like between 8 and 18 and in this book like they're all seems like they're all very close to being the same age and yeah like they all like voltron together like all of them make up shazam it's not just billy and i didn't know Mm -hmm. like if that was a variant of the powers that was pre-existing in comics i couldn't tell if anything was weird with these kids i did like that they had a tiger i hope that shows up in shazam too hopefully yeah uh i we i i just started re-watching young justice uh Mm. the the cartoon tune and yeah there is a scene where he he meets the tiger for the first time and it's just like oh there he is and then i just read him here in in this book um but yeah what what you saw in that first movie is closer to what the actual thing is yeah Yeah. it it was nice to know that each of those kids has a comics counterpart because i didn't know if like how many of them were invented for the movie but no, nope, all of them were there. Like they were different ages, but all of them were there. Yeah. Yeah. The whole like M- Marvel family uh, is is that's a, a big they have, you know, they have uh, it, it, before Shazam, his name was Captain Marvel before Marvel yeah. Comics sued them for the name. Um, but yeah, he, the, 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 it was like Mary Marvel and this Marvel, that Marvel, all, all sorts of stuff. They had a whole whole family there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just at least wanted to mention his character because I thought that was neat. Mm. Yeah. Let's focus on the Flash for a bit since he yeah. is the main character after all. Um, with your, I, I, I guess, kind of general unfamiliarity with the Flash, what, what did you think of his story there and, and his, his whole thing? First off, whenever I've seen Flash around, like in cartoons and stuff, or like on a comic book cover in a store, he's wearing his, his full outfit with like the hood on. And whenever he took the hood off, whenever he was just Barry, I, was always surprised that he was blonde. I had to keep reminding yep. <laughs> myself he's not supposed to look like Ezra Miller. I think Ezra Miller is the only Flash that looks like Ezra Miller. I think all the other berries are blonde. This is normal. Yeah. Uh, what's his name on the CJJJW? Is like dirty blonde, light brown ish hair, I think. Uh, but yeah, yeah, in, in the comics, he's blonde uh and generally speaking i I think especially in older comics barry i i think always just felt kind of flat to a lot of people um Mm -hmm. 
where when the and, and then when Wally steps up and becomes Kid Flash yes. and then the Flash after Crisis, um, th- that's what a lot of people my age or our our age they kind of grew up with with him being the f- the Flash, and he he had a lot more of a personality and more. Angst and man, I I really loved the Flash. How will I be as good as him and stuff? So he had mm-hmm. his own things to deal with, uh, with there. But I, I I think they have worked to make Barry have more of a personality and stuff like that. But he, I think, can end up no pun intended running into a lot of the same issues in the same stories over and over again like Mm -hmm. do i go back and save my mom or no okay what about this time do i go back and save my mom or no (laughs) do i Mm. go back and save my mom from that one time that i saved my mom but actually stopped like did this and that and and it's just it's it's a big mess of things like that um but I, i i do have to say i think this is at its core, a good flash story, like what what yeah. it, like what the the actual like kernel that actual like what could have been a two or three issue story right um it is is a good flash story of this is like the like the thing that made him become the hero that he is today mm. and he 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 just so desperately wants to get his mom back like he he misses her and he as i I guess we are in spoilers so at the by the end of the book you learn that it's not professor zoom who did this but it was barry who messed it all up he was the one that went Mm. back and saved his mom and did all of this stuff and that one change just spiraled everything else out but he did this one almost subconsciously like he like yeah like he he just he wanted it so bad and then didn't remember that he did it like he was blacked out or he was asleep or who knows what he was sleep running (laughs) if that's a thing um but that that i think really screams or not personality but that is a major part of his character just how much he cares about his family and people that uh that he now has in his like new family and stuff there so he's a good guy good guy he He is he's nice i in the animated version there's there's fun there's a fun cut he keeps Flashing back and forth between like the memories of the world that he's come from, where he's married to, is it Iris West? Is his love right. interest? He's mm-hmm. married to Iris. Uh, he's got this job. His life is like this, but he, but now he's in this new world where Iris is married to somebody else. He's single. He seemingly just hangs out with his mom. Doesn't have other social contact. <laughs> There's a very fun flash where it goes from him having a nice dinner with Iris to him having a nice dinner. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i don't know if it's supposed to be funny but it is. i i i in a weird way i wonder if that's a weird like 
if that's a weird Oedipus like complex thing here if 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 there can be like some kind of comparison made that how much is iris like his mom here in this situation is he really just in love with his mom who knows i don't know i think it was just that like i said it seems like this is the only person he spends his time with it's like oh you want you wish you had more time with your mom what if it was only time with your mom dinner with mom every week do you ever go out to dinner? Do you ever have a date? No, only mom. He's a simple man, you know? He knows what he likes and he sticks to right. it. Right. He goes <laughs> dinner with his mom. Little boy. And he just, like, goes down <laughs> the police station and checks fingerprints or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a good story at its heart. And... Mm. It seems like it, because of all the extra padding that this story had, he really does jump to conclusions very fast. And it's just like, by God, I've solved it. It's reverse flash. <laughs> Professor Zoom. He did all of this because screw him. He hates me. Um, he must. And, it was it could have yeah. only been Yobard Thawne. I Eobard love that Thawne, name. And yeah. And somebody asks him, what kind of name is that? And he's like, it's, it's from a future. future name. He's from like the 25th century. And I hope that like so, there are like a couple people who read this and they're like, Eobard is a pretty cool name. I'm going to name my kid that. And slowly Eobard. after time, we do get every generation. We get a couple more Eobards until we do get to the 25th century. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's two Eobards in my class. Is uh, Eobard here? Here, here. Oh, it looks like we have two of you. Uh, okay. Uh, my, my, e my son's Smith? name is also Eobard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like him. I like when, like, the, the costume pops out of his ring. And I was thinking, like, oh, maybe he is a Flash in this universe, but he's, like, a drastically different Flash. Like, mm -hmm. he's, he doesn't know who his superhero or his alter identity are in this world. I thought maybe like that's what the difference was. Instead, the ring pops, the costume pops out of his ring and he's like, this was planted here. He did this. He's taunting me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, which is a good clue. Like, right. It is a good like mm -hmm. red herring of like, wait, how did that ring get in there? Why does he have that? Which is never really explained. Um, no. But it, it, it is just this, this the, the one big like, see? It's Eobard. It's Professor Zoom. It's the yellow outfit. Um, I, the the details that really made me laugh. There were two details in this that made me laugh here. Uh, one is that when he's teaming up with Batman and they finally decide to like go out there and I, I think they're about mm. to search for Superman. And he's like. Well, I could put this yellow suit on, but I don't really want to do that. And then Batman's like, well, I don't want to give you one of my suits because that'd be weird. Yeah. Uh, and then Barry, it, like he mentions that he could tear the suit down thread by thread. Like he goes into like the weird. Molecularly. It's not super long. Yeah, it's not super long, but just the way he chooses to describe the way he could dismantle this suit. Mm -hmm. It's just weird of like, I could dismantle this on a molecular level, thread by th 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 thread till it's infinity. And then I could re 
build its structure to have the right colors and do this and it's just like what <laughs> like mm. you don't need to say any of that um but yeah. then he decides to just make a new suit with things that he found in the bat cave like chemicals and stuff <laughs> in the bat cave big pennies uh, and it yeah and it's just an exact replica of his suit it's just a a red suit and it's just like oh okay fine I guess you, um, <laughs> you had a chance to reinvent yourself, Barry, and you don't want to do it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it might have been a slightly different design, but it, like it, it's Maybe. still like it's still recognizable as like, OK, that is like your main suit here. Mm. Uh, and then the second detail that made me laugh is that this Batman doesn't have a bat computer he has one computer and it is like this oh, old yes. clunker of, of a machine and barry's just so he's like this is the only computer you have <laughs> like this is it <laughs> like you barely have the I, internet on the, the, this thing i was like oh my i God, love that they're amazing. like okay if this is batman's dad who's the new batman he's gonna operate <laughs> like a dad <laughs> yeah it's like you're you're still on Netscape Navigator. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go see if I can find Cyborg or whoever can just right. get me this stuff instantly. Uh, but, but yeah, just the Cyborg. fact that he had this like old school computer in this. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> Entirely beige. <laughs> Speaking of Cyborg, he's another one of the recurring supporting characters in this story. I couldn't recognize a way in which he was very different. Again, knowing very little about the Justice League. Until I turned on the cartoon version and like maybe there was just a better sense of scale that I could grab onto when I could see things moving on the screen. But he's huge. He's is yes. that the only he's difference? Just that he's very big. He's like so um, big he's almost an Optimus Prime sized. They I mean I mean he's he's always very big because he was a football he is. player, is the is the Yes, thing. yes. Um so but yeah i i think in 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 this i i guess he was bigger i didn't really take note of that but yeah he does seem very close to who he already was which maybe just implicates that his story really has nothing to do with the the flash yeah. which then it makes his inclusion in this story just like weird of like, well, if, yeah, if well, he's uh, not really changed, like why? Like why like is he foot, the like foot and a half taller? Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he's the one that's like trying to gather the he heroes up to be like, come on, guys, we gotta do something about Aquaman and Wonder Woman, please. And and yeah, he's the the only one that's just like we need to fight back. But there really isn't any kind of like super major noticeable change to him no. there. Oh, so it's just he's just larger. Strange. It's just strange. Yeah. I want uh, I want an Elseworlds where 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 Dr. Stone looks at his his injured boy. He's like, I'm gonna make him a cyborg, but his only image of like any sort of a robot man is Optimus, Optimus Prime. And he's like, I guess I'm Prime. I'm just going to make him that big. I'm going to make him Optimus Prime sized. I just want to see it's like would an it, unnecessarily large cyborg. body and a small he 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 head? It's got to be. Because like his brain inside it somehow. 
No, I wanted to still be like, there's human parts on the outside. Like, you can still see the parts of his body that survived that car accident. But just any part of him that is robot is just huge. He's just big. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I, I, so I, I also do have to say that if you liked this version of Batman... This uh-huh. character does come back in some other stories. Um, oh. Th- this is one of the things I think is really interesting about this story in particular, that Flashpoint, despite not being a great book by itself per se, it was very important for that transition into the New 52, where they tried to reboot the entire universe. Mm. It failed. Um, the idea was that there were kind of these three different continuities, which wasn't necessarily true and that they were merging them into one big thing. And we're just, you know, relaunching the DC universe. Everything was supposed to start with a brand new number one. I think most of them did except two Mm. or three books. Um, Everything was supposed to start from square one where like you would get all new origin stories, all that stuff. There was no more like continuity, like you didn't need to know 600 issues of Batman to figure Mm. out what's what's going on. However, with Batman, uh, as well as like Green Lantern, they didn't do that. Like, they just continued the stories that they were already telling and just completely ignored this whole thing. We're like, yes, we're relaunching. Mm. Uh, But then in the Justice League book, like, Batman had also never met Green Lantern yet, or he didn't know who, like, like, all of these characters hadn't met yet. Like, the Justice League was just starting. And so, like, everyone was confused. I'm just like, this doesn't match up at all. Like, what's going on here? Um, and yeah, the whole thing ended up being a mess. The character at the end of the book, when he is setting things right, and there's that big, like, yeah. two-page splash page thing, and there's this character in the center that's yeah. kind of this, like, maybe godlike character. You're not yes. sure in this book that is, like, there's three timelines, and only you can fix it. Barry, you must do this. Um her name is Pandora, and she sure. was supposed to play a bigger role uh, in the New 52, but because of how bad everything did, they just kind of d- dropped that plot line there. So everything that this book sets up, they just kind of left <laughs> and was just like, well, I guess that didn't work. Um, and eventually... When they finally decided to end the New 52, they announced this book called DC Rebirth, uh, which was Mm. like an an 80 page, like one shot issue um, that explained some things. And what to be honest, as a big fan of the crisis uh, stuff and the post crisis continuity. That issue was phenomenal. The way they oh, like God. wove all the continuity in and basically made this a giant apology for 
everything from Flashpoint through the New 52 and the way they explained it was brilliant. It was awesome. Uh, and then they relaunched all the, the, the books, but it wasn't a reboot. It was. Long story short, let's say the New 52 was someone messing with reality, if that makes okay. sense. So all of those stories happened, but the idea that like this is brand new continuity was someone messing with them like that was not actually true. So all of the DC Rebirth stuff kind of reintroduced that old continuity in into things there, Um, which means that yes you can you know read these big long stories and stuff and it, and it, it will make sense it, it's still the same batman you know and love still the same wonder woman you know and love um but then they also was like okay we're 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 gonna do that but we're also gonna start to introduce more legacy characters and stuff like that so things can change right and they they don't Mm. need to be stuck on the same batman the same superman the same flash the same you know all that stuff so they did some interesting stuff because of this story if that makes sense Uh, yeah so it's still important in that way but yeah, it's a weird book. I, I I like what they were trying to do. I just I like you said. I think there's it's just it, it, both too much and not enough in a yeah. weird way. It just didn't like really it. know what it needed to be. I like it emotionally. Uh, the final scene is very touching, where Barry's back in his own universe. He goes to do his living Bruce goes to his bat cave and is talking to him and says, when I was in that universe, I kept losing my memories of this world. But now that I'm back here, I can still remember everything I lived over there crystal clear. I remember like seeing my mom at the age she would have lived to and, and sitting down and having dinner with her and getting a hug from her. Do, and he's like, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means like it, did, it didn't totally erase if something's broken. And Bruce is like, maybe it's just a gift. Like, just take it, Perry. Like, enjoy that time with your parents. And then yeah. Barry gives him the letter that, that Thomas wrote to him. And it's it's nice to see Batman take his mask off because he's, uh, you know, you know, he he knows he's going to cry. And he's, it's probably hard to cry in the Batman mask. That's not what it's made for. Probably not <laughs> absorbent. Probably dishonorable to the mask itself. And also, probably somehow imagine that more he's like... like goggles so if he cries in them, <laughs> it just like wells up in there and gets stuck like in his eye like oh god i can't see it <laughs> <laughs> just runs rivulets through his like d- mask you know to make up with yeah. some batman have but also you imagine <laughs> that he's like if i am reading these words from my father let me read it you know, face to face, his words and like my face, Bruce's face, the face he remembers yeah. before either of us died. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I, it's really impactful for Bruce. Yeah, because he's mm. never gotten to talk to his pa- no. parents and stuff like that. So he in on one hand gets to have this like brand new note from his dad who loves him so much that yes he became batman instead and so there is that like 
touching connection of just getting to hear like loving words from your father yeah. one more time. Uh, but then to also have the connection that they're both Batman in this thing is also an interesting or maybe even a sad thing to know that that's the route that his dad chose as well um to or or to to see that i chose the same thing that my dad did but i was hoping to make it better for them but mm-hmm. there he is stuck in the same thing that i'm doing right um yeah it's just it's fascinating and eventually in the rebirth so in in that that one shot dc rebirth comic that was also kind of the jumping off page for a number of different stories when we read uh through the first two volumes of superman that is where this launched out of um because that was that thing about like one version of superman was dead in that yes. one thing and this and that like yeah. yeah all of that stuff was happening when that dc rebirth uh thing launched but one of the mysteries that it it introduced is that in the bat cave batman finds a button uh that was like buried in the rock and he's not sure how it got there but the button was the comedian's button from watchmen it's the one oh. with the blood stain. Yeah. Uh, and so a few volumes into uh, the rebirth titles of both Batman and the Flash, they team up to investigate that button. And eventually that takes them back to the Flashpoint universe and this and that and all sorts of stuff. So if I'm I, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head if bruce and thomas get to meet i think they do but there there is some more touching moments there they also have their differences and stuff like that um so yeah there there if you want to see more of that character or that universe the batman and the flash stuff in dc Mm. rebirth uh is where you can find them next so okay there you go there you go good to know i don't know if i have much else to say on yeah flashpoint um i guess real quick how how did you like the animated movie compared to the uh the comic did did you like one more than the other um uh animated movie uh it doesn't have element woman which i found disappointing I don't, oh, I I don't know yeah. anything about her, but I like her energy. I mean, but she, I feel she also like it didn't does... really do anything in the book. She no, just shows up important. and wants to be helpful. I, <laughs> I understand why she's not there. It makes sense. <laughs> I just thought she was fun. I wanted to see her again. Wanted to know what she would sound like. Uh, yeah. I think it does a good job of kind of clarifying the happenings of the time travel antics like there's a bit there's a line that eobard says in the movie that i don't remember being in the comics where he says if something goes really fast it breaks the sound barrier you went so fast you broke the time barrier and there's aftershocks that went out in all directions and that's why your choice to go back and save your mom affected things 
from before that incident happened. Like like yeah. a Superman crashing to Earth. It flashed back like that far. So I think it's it's a little clearer if you watch the animated version. That makes sense. Yeah, that it, it seems like they had the opportunity to then take all of that material yeah. and kind of refine it into something that was mm-hmm. like, okay, how can we make this for people who maybe have only watched the animated stuff? Because um, mm-hmm. after after they made Flashpoint, they kind of did a similar thing with their movies, where all of the DC know. Comics movies uh then were kind of put into one universe um and stuff like they started with justice league war uh then there's something else there's like a whole justice league like war trilogy i don't remember what they're Mm. called um but that that first justice league war movie covers like the first volume or two of the justice league comics from the new 52 and stuff like that so there you go cool i i i have not seen the animated version Mm. of of that but maybe one day i will get to that it's on hbo max it was nice to know that i could immediately very easily access this movie and dozens of other dc animated movies indeed um okay i think with that, we should check out Bingo. I think it's about time, time for us to look in on that. Let's see. I need to look at my desktop and Bingo. Open up my Bingo card. We've been playing review show Bingo here every week on mm-hmm. the show. Um, with different movie and comic and entertainment tropes. Did we get any characters hit th- through a building? Do you do you remember I don't, that? None that I recall, unfortunately. Neither, neither do I. Um, we almost had death by electrocution if the Flash had died from that lightning oh, yeah. bolt that hit him there. Uh, but we did not get to see that. Mm, um, no robots blamed for murder. I well. The only one I think I can argue for is the detective who makes the case personal. Hmm. The Flash isn't necessarily a police detective, but he is a forensic scientist. He he realizes this is not the universe he should be in. And so he like. Like he he is the only one that seems to remember both of these things. So it is personal in that sense. But I don't know but if that's, that's the, the spirit difference. of what we right. were going it's a for. Det- it's not a detective working on a personal case. It's a detective working on an unrelated case that they project themselves onto and make personal. How about Batman, though? The Batman of, of this world's greatest detective no. is the nickname nickname for him right and I because yeah, yeah, because yeah. of his son like it be, be, because the flash comes from a yeah universe where his son is still alive he then steps up to like help me like yes i will help because of this thing so i feel like that's personal for him 
but again, I think it's too directly personal. Like it, it is literally personal. I, I think okay. the the spirit of this bingo square is like a detective working on a a murder case, and he's like that person that was murdered. My my daughter's that same age. This could happen yep. to her. Like that's yep. what we were thinking of. That that is exactly what we were thinking of. Yeah. So. I'll hold off on that one, which means I didn't get anything again on bingo. I didn't either. Uh, but you still have six bingos and I only have one. <laughs> we're, at, we're it's just so, it's laughable it. at this point. It's laughable that I, I don't, only have one. And I, it just it's worked out. So I have multiple spots that's almost almost. And I just yeah, I can't I know. get them. I know. Uh, <laughs> this game is rigged. <laughs> okay anyways um recommendations is the next thing that uh, we need to do so melissa or people that may have liked this what else should they check out ah uh, i guess if you did if you have only read the comic check out the animated movie it's a nice time sure yeah i really don't know enough about similar things to recommend them it's i'm just like the Shazam movie's good. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the Snyder Cut, check it out. There's there's more flash in it. There's a scene where he steals a single hot dog and puts it in his pocket that I think is <laughs> very important that people see. There you go. Uh, just, like what about like time travel stories in in general? Do you do you have ones that might might fit oh, with that? Best. I, one of the reasons I did pick this is that I do like stories where somebody wakes up and they're like, these things are different. Like, this isn't my world. But I don't I don't know what my favorite one of those is. It's just a trope that I like in general. I'll have to think on it. Do, do you have a couple examples? Um, oh, there's the episode of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where Homer makes a time machine out of the toaster. And he can't figure okay, out how to get back go. to his home timeline. He's zapping through all these timelines and he goes to one where it's his world, but it's ideal. Like the family is rich. They live in a mansion. The children are so well behaved and polite. He doesn't have to deal with Marge's sisters who he hates. And he's like, wow, I, I love this. I'm so happy to live in this world. I'm just going to stay here. Do you guys have any donuts? And Marge is like, Homer, what is a donut? And he's like, no, no, I'm <laughs> out of here. Not the perfect world. And he runs back into his time bubble to escape to somewhere else and then the second he leaves it starts raining <laughs> like donuts are falling from the sky outside and somebody says oh look it's raining again uh, I feel <laughs> like I've wonderful. talked about that before when I've been asked to name something I like in a time travel story it's just that one episode of Treehouse of Horror <laughs> good stuff though good stuff um Okay, so if you want to read some more good Flash stories and stuff like that, um, I would re recommend checking out, uh, it's, especially if you are interested in the like DC movie universe, I would check out Crisis on Infinite Earths, because that's where mm. they got the scene in Batman vs. Superman, where the Flash oh. appears to Batman and oh, he's right. like, oh, yeah, that's from Crisis oh, on Infinite Earths. You're right. There. I was expecting that to happen at some point in this story. And then I got to the end. By the time I got to the end, I forgot that I was waiting for him to say it's like, like 
We need to find Lois. She's the key. It's like two bookends, right? Where like crisis is the thing that started this continuity and flash mm. point is the thing that ended this this continuity. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I would say check that out. That one, I will give you a warning, though, is very dense. It has a million characters that you probably won't know, but it sets things up for the future, kind of like what this book did. Um, if you are interested in uh, more Flash stuff, I would say ch check out some Wally West stories. Uh, Mark Wade uh, was one of the prominent writers on Wally West. I think like late 80s, early 90s, I think is around when he started. Um, and he has a really, really good run on the character. Wally wins the lottery, uh, gets <gasps> all sorts of money, and then loses it all and all sorts of stuff. Oh, no. Um, yeah, there is. Um, God, I don't remember the number off the top of my head. I'm just going to I'm just going to just describe this like random flash comic to you. OK, uh, which I know is incredibly unhelpful, uh, but sure, <laughs> it's a good story. Uh, so the, the, the flash ends up on an airplane uh, that is crashing and has to uh, like figure out how to save like all these people people mm -hmm. or it's it I, uh, now now i'm now i'm unsure if it's he has to save the whole plane or if someone like he's like he and someone else fell out of a plane and he has to figure Whoa. out a way to save them and he can't f fly and stuff like that so he like he is yeah. like mid-air has to like think about all of this stuff um yeah, there, there, there is some some good flash stories to ch ch check out. But to be honest, I would say um, uh, skip ahead a bit and go to that DC rebirth. Um, that will might be a little overwhelming in terms of continuity, but will set up a, a, again a really, really damn good flash run of the comics uh written by J joshua williamson that is the run of the comics that really made me fall in love with the character um i've read some old 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 stuff and it was like okay it's fine it's good it's good um but joshua williamson's run on the flash has been phenomenal uh, so please go ch check it out. Flash Rebirth Volumes 1 and beyond. All of that stuff is where I would say to go to. So, there you go. That's, those those nice. are my recommendations. Okay. Melissa, it's All time right. for pitches. It is. It's pitch time. I have three anime movies for you. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't pitch as much anime. I thought I'd try and, and stretch my limits and see what I could find. Uh which oh, was yeah. a little difficult because sometimes I'd go to a streaming platform and I'd go to the anime section and it wouldn't differentiate between TV shows and movies. So I had to like click on every one to see what it was. Yeah. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. Pitch number one. You and I have never talked about any Hayao Miyazaki works together. Uh, okay. In the original incarnation of the show, just called The Whatnots, you and your friend Paul talked about Princess Mononoke. 
And in the first couple mm-hmm. episodes of the review show, before I jumped on, you talked about the Castle, Castle Cagliostro. Cagliostro. So you've covered yeah. him before, but I haven't. So I thought I'd throw in a Miyazaki. And I thought I'd throw in one of my personal favorites, Kiki's Delivery Service. This okay. was the, the first anime I can ever remember seeing when I was like six years old. I really loved it, but I haven't sat down and watched it in a long time. So in this gotcha. anime feature, 13-year-old Kiki moves to a seaside town with her talking cat, Gigi, to spend a year alone in accordance with her village's tradition for witches in training. After learning to control her broomstick, Kiki sets up a flying courier service and soon becomes a fixture in the community. But when the insecure young witch begins questioning herself and loses her magic abilities, she must overcome her self-doubt to get her powers back. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, right. I often find myself getting this one confused with the girl who leapt through time for some huh. reason. Uh, I don't know why there's no be like, oh, it's the same actor that did the thing. It's nothing like that. I just for some reason in my head, like those two are just like right there. Mm-hmm. Those will spot. happen. I don't know when the girl who leapt through time is from. I feel like that's a fairly recent movie. And I think Kiki's from like 1989. <laughs> there you go. All right. Pitch number two. Uh, when I was uh, looking through the old uh, episode archives for the Whatnots podcast, because I wanted to remember what you had already covered. This is a movie I could have sworn you did. I looked through the list twice to make sure that I wasn't missing it or something. I'm flabbergasted you didn't get around to covering it. How about Akira? I, don't, yeah. I offer this less for myself and more for... The whatnots as an, an, an a legacy, like the whatnots should talk about Akira at some point. I don't know why you. They have the. the you're right. Post. I guess you got you the poster back there. Screen there. You're Mister Cyberpunk. It's 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 a pseudo cyberpunk story. Yeah, this feels like something you would have covered at some point, and I was shocked to find out that you hadn't. So I thought, well, I've I guess I'll throw it in there. To. I've always wanted to do the manga because I know the manga has so much more than the m- movie. Like the m- too, movie, too long. Like yeah, the the manga is what like seven or eight like big volumes, whereas the m- movie maybe only covers like a small portion of that condensed in. So yeah, uh, but yeah, that is a good one. That's a classic. Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about, the plot of Akira is in 1988, the Japanese government drops an atomic bomb on Tokyo after ESP experiments on children go awry in 2019, 31 years after the nuking of the city. We should have done this in 2019. We're sleeping on it. Uh, Kaneda, a bike gang leader, tries to save his friend Tetsuo from a secret government project. He battles anti-government activists, greedy politicians, irresponsible scientists, and a powerful military leader until Tetsubo's supernatural powers suddenly manifest. A final battle is fought in Tokyo Olympiad, exposing the experiment secrets. There you go. Yeah, that, that one is a great film. That, that was a huge, just like, technical achievement for animation in Japan back then so good stuff stuff pitch number three is a movie 
I don't know anything about. I just found it when I was scrolling through Crunchyroll trying to find movies. This is a 1991 film called Robot Carnival. Robot Carnival. Okay. I'm intrigued. This is an it's an anthology film. Eight fantasy segments by Japanese filmmakers show variations on the theme of robots. The film consists of, oh, wait a minute. One of these synopses I picked says eight. One of them says nine. I don't know. Maybe there's like a framing device. Uh, But it's eight or nine. So the film consists of eight or nine shorts directed by different well-known directors, many of whom started out as animators with little to no directing experience. Each is a distinctive animation style and story ranging from comedic to dramatic storyline. I don't know any specific plot elements. I don't know what any specific segments are, what the stories are, what they look like. I looked at the names of directors. I didn't personally recognize any of them and they weren't uh, the list I was looking at didn't give credits like this guy who, you know, from this thing. So I I, I truly have no idea what we're in for here. I just saw mystery robot grab back. Yeah. Who knows what you're going to get? Dang, okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think I want to go with Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, really? You... I, I know you like your robots. I know you like your cyberpunk. I sure do. I sure do. Uh, but yeah, I, especially if we haven't really covered uh, many Miyazaki stuff on here. Um, well, you've covered a sufficient amount. I, I just haven't gotten a chance at it. Yeah, uh, but we can always have some more in there. Let's throw another one in. So I say okay. go with that. And uh, yeah, I guess it's one of those things of like, I since I always mix that one up with the girl who leapt through time and I don't know why, I don't know if I've seen this one. I've seen one of them. Oh. But I don't know which one it was. And it was years ago. Well, uh, so I don't Which one is about a little witch girl in a purple dress flying like it, bread around shipments that, of bread on her broomstick. That's the thing. It was so long ago that I don't remember. Like, I just remember something about the girl with like maybe magical powers or something i don't know (laughs) uh which i think is both of them so (laughs) okay all right Uh, we're not kiki's delivery delivery service service. hell yeah and i don't want you to complain to me that you weren't able to cross off robot blamed for murder because i offered you eight or nine possible robot stories and you turned your back i know i know i know that i could (laughs) have possibly gotten that one uh (laughs) But I, yeah, we'll we'll go with Kiki's delivery service. That sounds good to okay. me. Okay. Indeed. Right. Uh, so that is what we will do for next week. Uh, and then if I'm not mistaken, it's the week after that is when we do season three of The Leftovers. Is that correct? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Real quick turnaround um, there. Quick one indeed. Which yeah. is another yeah, reason why I picked movies this week so that we could have more time to start watching leftovers. Oh yeah, good stuff. Uh, and then once we're into December, I'm sure we'll get into our Christmas picks here, end of the year holiday picks, mm. uh, stuff like that. I, I, I might actually see if I can find something that's specifically not Christmas 
and do a different holiday. That's, That'd be interesting. Or something that's just December. <laughs> something that's I mean, that's just fine too. Yeah. Time. yeah, that's fine too. I will tell you, uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Suspiria, I mentioned the movie Phantom of the Paradise. That's a movie mm-hmm. that takes place in December and is nothing remotely Christmassy about it. There you go. Our December movie picks might just be December themed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's a W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. I, uh, I'm not sure what the, our most recent episode has been at this point. I think at some point soon, Beast Wars? Transformers Beast Wars? Hell yeah, good pick. I just have some of those action figures. There's a cheetah guy. There's others. Indeed. If you guys want to stay up to date with me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys want to follow all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So go like, share, subscribe. That would help us out a ton to spread the word. Uh, we would appreciate it a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you for checking this out. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.